I had to wander. I had to go try my own path. If you don't step through no mud, then it won't last. The years pass in life. Crazy how they go fast. Ask myself questions that you have, but you won't ask. And you got to see this vision, right? You got to have this idea of what your life's going to look like and follow through with it no matter what, no matter what somebody tells you, no matter the doubts that you have in yourself. And that's a scary thing to have to go through because you really never know what the end of that path looks like. There was a point where I had to like talk, not talk to myself, but like I had to have that like conversation with myself. Like, hey, like I know I'm back working and stuff like that, but like, it's not me giving up on myself. It's me like making my life easier by getting steady income and you know having extra money. Like, who don't want extra money? But like, you just you have to have those hard looks at yourself and those hard like hard looks at people around you and things that you're doing that are like limiting you, suppressing your your next level. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. And today we got a special guest. Man, he's been all over the world. So many people know him. So many people love him. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's good? It's Bodie. Um, Shit, it feels good to be here, man. It's been a while. Been a while. Yeah, for real. I appreciate it, bro. I know we talked about this shit back at, like, Girls Weekend. Shout out King Inez. Hey, show them the hat real quick, Girls bro. Girls Weekend, part two. Part two, I got the first beanie at the crib, too. I know, I know. We got to show love out here, man. That's the thing. It's always cool, like, just connecting all the dots in the city. For real, especially because when we were at that event, you had literally walked up to me like, yo, what's up? Bro, like, I had no clue. I'm like, yo, did I meet this dude before? Because that was, like, one of the first events where I started, like, popping out and, you know, like, meeting people a lot. It was dope, too, because, like, I saw you out. I think that was, like you said, one of the first times I seen you out and... I saw you like go talk to Sydney, and then I saw you get the interview, and it was just dope. I'm like, all right, like my boy out here, like you said, bro, you outside, you going like hustling, trying to get. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Sydney, bro, you got the ENS interview, like you, you know, you like you, you outside, you out here doing what you got to do, the, the leg work. Yeah, hey, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, that's love. That's love. But on top of that, you know, it's it's also just about supporting the people you know, right? When I went when I went to the event, I didn't even know who Sydney was. So like that was dope. That like I heard her and I was like, damn, I need to do I need to interview her real quick. Yeah. But with the Inez thing, like me and her had been working on it, like trying to get that scheduled. And man, just schedules kept fucking getting fucked up. Uh, someone had to go somewhere. Someone had to reschedule. Vic got sick one time. Shout out Vic. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with him, but. Yeah, that was that was a process. But yeah, bro, honestly, like that was just such a dope experience, and I'm glad like we were able to connect through that shit. Yeah. Especially because you're so close with Nico and Equan, bro. Yeah. Real quick, you know, talk about your relationship with them. You guys got a big thing coming up. Uh, I don't know if it's top secret. Nah, nah, it's uh, we got we got something in the works. I'm just gonna say that I'm not I'm not gonna spoil nobody news or nothing like that. But, um, me and Nico really started working just off of kind of bobby honestly bobby had done a freestyle like a or a cypher during covid and nico performed and like rapped on one of his beats or whatever and did the cypher and i was like yo and then so i listened to his project i had a song called reconnect and i was like yo like we gotta do something i gotta hear you on this song like i sent him just the hook and he went crazy and we kind of just been recording 
doing videos. They come to the stew with like wing stop. Like we we just be kicking it, bro. Honestly, you know. And then the song we got coming out, we did at their crib. Like I'm teaching this man how to record. You know, like it, it's just like you said, bro. Just supporting like the homies. I'm like all right, man. I see they movement. I like what they doing. So. You know, like, um, I'm with it. Like, we've kind of just been going in the same direction ever since. That tandem is just fucking, they're yeah, dope bro. as fuck, bro. Stephen Clay, bro. It's Stephen Clay, man. <laughs> hey, fuck him for not being here, though. Yeah. <laughs> I know, bro. I know. He, it's all right. We finna, we finna see each other tomorrow. We got some some cool stuff coming tomorrow. So, man, you're you're an independent artist, man. You're also a producer. You got the Bodie Boys Productions. You're also working at Avenue Studios, Chicago. So, man, you got a lot going on. Yes. Talk about your journey in music, man. You know, you quit school. You dropped a lot of security when you dropped a lot of jobs, right? It's just been, a, like you said, a journey, bro. Like, from, it's something that I wanted to do, but I never took that, that step, you know. And then something happened at school. One of, while I was away at school, even though I wasn't doing nothing towards school, I went to ISU. For three years, I literally didn't even get my associate's degree, but I learned how to do this Ableton. I made some good relationships with music, so, like, I got what I needed to out of it to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm comfortable, I'm going to just drop out, and I'm just going to make it happen. Kind of a thing to where I had my own studio for a little bit. I was recording on my mom's career for a little bit. Like, it's just really been a journey. Um of just like doing it on my own like just getting it out the mud kind of a thing that's why i'm always just trying to help everybody else like all right bro like i've done this from the get-go like myself out the out my mom crib recording motherfuckers for like 20 bucks mm -hmm. so it's like you know like any I, I feel like i could do anything with this music shit even down to like engineering bro i was like you said quitting jobs like i had a 401k doorman job blue cross blue shield all that you know like good money but i didn't want to like i don't want to be a doorman bro like i'm not trying to like greet motherfuckers especially in 2020 bro like that it was a lot going on to where you're not trying to good morning to white people every day <laughs> you know so i'm just like all right bro i gotta figure this out i was working at lockwood for a bit shout out to lockwood man well shout out and rp to lockwood studios <laughs> but he gave me an opportunity, and he was like, yo, bro, like, if you want to engineer full-time, something I, I'd never even used Pro Tools before. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? Come on. Like, I believed that shit, thugged it out, and shit, I've been doing it for, like, two and a half years now. Yeah. Man, like, full-time, paying bills with that shit. It's like that. <laughs> shit, I'm paying them, and they might not be on time, but... <laughs> <laughs> You know, they going to get paid, though. I promise. I promise. Hey, eventually. IRS, no, don't come just, for me. Yeah, just don't ask comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a long journey, bro. It's been a long journey. That's why I just be so chill about everything. What's this experience been like for you, man? It's learning, you know, like figuring stuff out and trying to figure out what works for you, what doesn't, and, like, figure out what I really want to do with this music stuff, you know. Like, it's... um. I'll take everything in stride, essentially, with this stuff. Because it's always, like, it's always a new day. It's always something you could do tomorrow. You can always change your trajectory, essentially. How do you feel like this journey of building your own business has shaped you? It's something that I've always wanted to do, you know? Like, I've always wanted to work, like, for myself. Like, I never 
wanted a job job i didn't know what i wanted to do that's why I like you know niggas go away to school i'm undecided like bro why i'm gonna go twenty thousand dollars in debt for to be undecided about some shit and but it's like i just knew i wanted to like own my own. i wanted to make money on my own and i was like all right engineering was the first step to that and then it's like all right engineering put me more in a business mindset as opposed to when i was just an artist you know, when you're an artist, you can get stuck in that, oh, the creative process and da 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 Like, I'm going to put this, I may, I record this song and put it out today and, like, have no plan or nothing behind it. And it's just like, why? Like, with the engineering, I got to market myself. I got to be out there. I got to be at the shows. Like, hey, I introduced myself as Bodie the Engineer before I, like, hey, I'm Bodie the Rapper. Like, everybody a rapper. PNB Bodie? Yeah, PNB Bodie, man. Hey, that was... 2019, bro, recipes to PNB Rock. But, like, I, that was how I became just PNB Buddy, bro. Like, just outside, like, introducing myself, like, to everybody, bro. I wanted to be around motherfuckers, bro. I, I was at the first girls' weekend, like, pre COVID, literally, like, the week before COVID. They had take money again. And it was T, bro. To wrap it back around, like, it, it taught me the the full spectrum of music and like the music industry kind of a thing as opposed to just like I, I just wanted to rap like every other dude yeah exactly in 2015 I just wanted to rhyme words and I like I, I enjoyed doing it and it was fun and it's like but not nah, like there is so much other stuff that goes into this to where you can have a successful career successful career you know even down to just getting an LLC and like getting your business together kind of a thing like I was like all right if I actually get this done and do this, then I like this is me standing on it, you know. Instead of like, all right, well, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, nah, just do it. And for a while, you did clothes too, right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm trying to get back into the clothes. I wanna, I wanna do more like collaboration stuff too. Like I, I like my my homies' brands and things like that. So I wanna do like collaborations with them. Like my homie Silent. Um, he's got his stuff, Silent Battles, that's that's dope. And, like, even just, like, a Silent Battles, Bodie Boys Productions, like, it, it would just be a cool concept kind of a thing. So just, like, doing more with that. And, um, yeah, I'm getting back into just, like, the merch. More of my stuff is going to be for uh, music. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to be, uh, like, off-white or nothing like that. Yeah. You know, it's just it's more for, like, merchandise and for the fans kind of a thing, you know. But um, yeah, we uh, I like helping. I like helping people. Yeah, obviously, like you get you gave fucking Nico the secret to recording himself. You know what I'm saying? You got to like it's uh, I mean it makes my life easier. He comes to the studio. He's like, hey, bro, listen, that's what it wanted to sound like, but better. Cool. Like we get stuff done. All right, I want to keep this here. Okay, just send those over. Like I, it makes my life so much easier. And it's, we not in the studio. Like over like too much i don't want it like uh, even though it's my job i'm not trying to like have you sitting here wasting your time and money like i know how that shit is too you know like get get your song down like know how you want to record it and then let's do it mm-hmm. and i like i'll talk i'll teach whoever and you know like if you my homie if we done worked and i see you got that like effort like you really want the shit all right i'm not going hold you back and that's the thing about a lot of people right a lot of people gatekeep because they're like oh you know i i don't want them to have the secret i want them to have to depend on me because if they depend on me they can't go anywhere without me it's bogus like i hate like i hate seeing that i hate when people do that like even 
down to like why I started doing music. Like my, it was tough love, but like my homie, he he, we worked at the same job, bro. We literally worked at the same job, and I'm like, yeah, bro, let me get some beats off you. He's like, bro, let me get like fifty dollars for a beat. I'm like, dude, like you know, we both make like nine dollars an hour, and we both got rent and shit, like. Why are you gonna be out here making me pay fifty dollars for a beat? He's like, make it yourself. Then I was like, all right, like I'll do it. Like he's like, I'll teach you how to like use it, but I'm not gonna give you my free work. And that's like, that's real. I thought that was like the realest shit ever. Like he he's not gonna give me his shit for free, but he's gonna show me. Like he's gonna guide me to the water, you know, kind of a thing. And that's all you gotta do to motherfuckers, bro. Like I I I love Nico, but I don't think he's gonna be an engineer or like try to be Alex Toomey. So, like, I don't, who am I to not, like, try to teach him? Like, he's not stepping on my toes in no other way. Like, mm-hmm. do your thing, bro. Like, <laughs> you know? Give a man a fish he eats for a day. Teach a man how to fish. And, you know, they going to eat forever, bro. Like, I want everybody to eat forever type mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> so, real quick, I want to touch on that a little bit, right? The difference between being a designer, being in the business of being a designer and being in the business of being an engineer and artist right how do you feel like those two differ dealing with artists like music artists is just very different than like the business side of stuff like that like artists are so there's such a broad spectrum of how artists are like some people come to the studio with 30 people some people come to the studio by themselves some people come to the studio and want freestyle and like have nothing prepared some people have like the whole studio mapped out like to a T kind of a thing like so it's just so many different artists and then but usually on the the other side when it comes to like design and business like when we was doing the deviant souls thing like Daniel he he was on his shit like I ain't have to like he was on it bro like he was just like all right this is what we're gonna do this one's gonna pull out cool I'm with it boom like let's make it happen you know what I gotta do what you need from me who you need me to hit up whatever like kind of a thing um, but like with artists, it's more of a you gotta like drag motherfuckers a little bit <laughs> sometimes. Well, it can be. I'm not gonna say like all, oh, but like it, it can be a process. So I'll say that's kind of the big difference. Is just like more analytic on the design and stuff side, and even even with designers, like graphic designers, for the most part, be on their shit with me. Like. I haven't had any troubles with, like, graphic designers, like, on time, not having stuff, or, like... Well, they need not, to have that shit on yeah, time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Artists don't really give a fuck, bro. Like, they feel like they just paying for your shit, and they, that's that's it. That's it. That's all. I don't know, man. Graphic designers are just on a new level. It's super dope, bro. Like, uh, like even down the scene, like, Chief Keef doing that shit. Like, Chief Keef fucking graphic designing, um... It's it's a it's a new world, bro. Like you can really do anything. Motherfuckers like fourteen in Germany just like doing logos for like twenty five dollars, making fucking uh, NFTs, whatever, bro. Like you you like that's the next like next level of shit, man. But let's get really into it, right? Let's uh, fuck all the small talk. Um, you know when we talk, we talked about self limits, and we also talked about kind of people putting those expectations on you as well as you putting those expectations on you. And immediately what came to mind was Jeezy's song, Everything Will Be Okay, where he says, I had to wander, I had to go tread my own path. If you don't step through no mud, then it won't last. The years pass in life, crazy how they go fast. Ask myself, 
questions that you have but you won't ask. And you got to see this vision, right? You got to have this idea of what your life's going to look like and follow through with it no matter what, no matter what somebody tells you, no matter the doubts that you have in yourself. And that's a scary thing to have to go through because you really never know what the end of that path looks like. You have this idea of, man, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be able to live off my craft. But at the end of the day, like, you don't you don't get to decide that you get to put in the work you get to do as much as you can to possibly make it happen but at the end of the day it also comes down to okay do am i in the right places am i in the right circles that are gonna help benefit me because like we've said multiple times on this show you are the company you keep when we talked about that that was one thing i was thinking of is just like you you're the people you're around those are like you show me your friends i'll show you your future that's what like uh, sticks in my head because like people can and will not consciously or not like hold you back like with just like their own thoughts their own limits that they put on themselves like i'm very big believer in like life there's space, you know, like it's like a physical space. So if like somebody's taking up space and it's like not beneficial, like you gotta just get rid of that, you know, like people, there's even down to like me having like a regularized job, like there was a point where I had to like talk, not talk to myself, but like I had to have that like conversation with myself, like, hey, like I know I'm back working and stuff like that, but like, it's not me giving up on myself. It's me, like, making my life easier by getting steady income and, you know, having extra money. Like, who don't want extra money? But, like, you just, you have to have those hard looks at yourself and those, ha- like, hard looks at people around you and things that you're doing that are, like, limiting you, suppressing your your next level kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know? And even down to, like, me doing a whole bunch of shit like I could have just been like nah I don't want to like try to be an engineer like I don't know I've never done it before I never used Pro Tools or whatever like I could it's easy to do that mm-hmm. but like then I would have never done all this other shit I never would have had my studio I probably never would have made a fucking country album like you made a country album? <laughs> yeah like it, I because I wanted to just I was in the studio bro first month of the studio I like all I heard was Lil Dirk piano beats <laughs> and just niggas auto-tune, which is fine. But, like, I'm like, bro, I have to make the, like, most differentest shit. Hey, he definitely did that after Lil Nas X came out with uh, all the horses in the back. Facts, bro. Like, I, I had this one song called Holster, bro, that, like, popped off in 2019. And uh, No Jumper posted it. And fucking, bro, I got a flight out to Texas to like go perform with shout out my homie narco bro they they threw a show it was like 200 250 people bro packed his hill in dallas and just went crazy bro like you funny as hell it was bro it was so much fun bro like they had the show going on but like he was like bro we got we gonna have you as a special guest like i'll pay for your flight here like you good bro i'm like all right fuck it i got a cousin out there like and i tried that shit again bro like I could just limit myself and not been like, bro, like, ah, only he could do that shit. Or, like, I'm not finna just have fun and do this song. But I was like, nah, fuck it. Like, it was fun as hell. The NASCAR country shit that I did the first time went crazy. Why not do that? some more country shit? Mm-hmm. And then, boom, that went crazy. Two years later, I do a 
country album just because I got leftover stuff. Like, it's so, I don't want to limit myself. Like, I have fun doing the production, doing the photo shoots on it, like, coming up with those ideas, like, dressing up. Like, it's all dope to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, sometimes somebody might tell, might have told me, well, people told me, like, all right, man, like, hey, are you sure you want to do that? Like, it sound like this or... Yeah, bro, like, that's just raw. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know, I fuck with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, some of that stuff is, like, my most successful stuff. That was the first time I was on the radio. Damn. Shout out Hot Rod. He played New Sheriff on the radio with me and Bobby, like, five weeks back to back to back. Like, we was, yeah, it was fun, bro. Like, and I had never had no rapper shit do that. But, like, you know, it was a good, good song, good vibe. Video was fun, like. All of it just came together, bro. And sometimes when you experience that high, it's, man, I want to hit that later. But, you know, when you experience that high, it's like, damn, that shit was fun. That shit was lit. Like, you feel so much love, right? Because all of it's coming in at once. And once it falls apart, once it goes away, it's like, now you're questioning shit. Now you're like, damn, like, what what am I really doing? Right, and that's the, that's kind of the hard thing about being an artist or like being a creative is just like keeping up that consistency because those highs can be so high, especially just because of how attached we are to stuff. Like it's like all right, like y'all feeling this, y'all feeling this, y'all feeling this, and it's like damn, what I got next, you know? Like I got the next shit got to be even better. Like it's got to do this many numbers, da 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 da. But it's like nah, we gotta just ride it bro you gotta just ride the wave and that's kind of one of the own self-limitations you put on yourself right with those expectations that you have you have these self-limits of damn well if it's not as good as this i'm not gonna put it out right and then you also have negative talk you talk bad about yourself you think that you can't accomplish something right and we don't pursue the things that we really want to pursue because we're scared to fail we're scared that other people are going to look at us a certain way and they're going to be like, damn, just like you said, do you really want to put that out? Was it up to par? Was it to your standards? Or like, is it what I expect of you, like as a person, like, or what I, the person I know you to be, but it's like, nah, bro, like, I, I enjoy this, you know, kind of a thing. It's like you say, I had a, one of my homies, we had a conversation about just music and I wasn't like going to give up music but i was like bro i think i just want to take it on the back burner and literally just 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 engineer he's like bro like but just because like numbers and stuff like that and he's like bro he's like but you started doing it before you had any of that like so why like why would you stop like now why now why does that matter and then so like that's all just something i always think of like bro if i i was i would have done this before you know i'm not doing it out of like some kind of sneaky plan plot ploy whatever like i just genuinely want to do it then i'm gonna put it out i'm gonna make it happen how i see it in my head you know not how i think somebody else wants to see it you know like setting those boundaries and those expectations for yourself right how have you switched your expectations to protect your own mental health to protect your like sanity in that sense you know what i'm saying thankfully like i I have the luxury of like living by myself but like it's not it's it's a good amount of space and like I feel like it keeps me level headed like I have a lot of room to communicate and like literally feel myself you know like how I'm feeling about stuff like when am I really going through some shit when am I like 
in a really good place kind of a thing. So like it's a lot of room for me to just be maintain balance. Um, I say, but just like with the next, like building boundaries, it's again, just keeping the right people around you, you know, like people who understand, like it don't even gotta be like, I don't, you don't have to have like perfect friends, but like if your friends work for you, they understand like when you are going through something, whether you want to talk, whether you don't want to talk, like if they can understand that and work with you, then those are like good people that you should keep around. If they encouraging you and just kind of like giving you that space or like reaching out to you, like those are like people you want to keep around. But like if people are like making you feel bad for feeling bad, <laughs> you like, um, oh, you know, you're like, damn, bro, like I, I just told you that I didn't feel good for like three days, and uh, that's why I've been like reaching out, and now you like making me feel like shit. I'm like, all right, bro, okay. I just had a conversation about that shit, bro, where, you know, just like you said, sometimes when you're in a bad mood or you're not feeling the best, right, somebody else gets upset because you're not giving them what they need or what they want. Or what right? they expect. Exactly. And it's like, bro, how are you going to get mad at me for feeling how I feel? You're telling me that what you want, what you feel is more important than anything that's going on with me. And it's like, bro, that's fucked. I feel like a lot of people should be more understanding kind of a thing. Like, uh, there's one thing with me is way life is way bigger than me. I Like, I will always understand that, you know, like whether life will continue without me you know life was here before me so like my things aren't as big to other people as that you know like i can understand that but like if i'm expressing if i'm giving you that room to express myself like hey bro like i'm not really feeling it just give me some space or just give me some room or like i'm not gonna be on my top game right now kind of a thing or i don't want to do sessions this week whatever like give me that space that I need, like respect it instead of like taking your own, like you said, bro, making your, prioritizing your things over mine. Like when I'm the one going through the shit, mm -hmm. you know, like it, people understanding is something that like, I think people should be more of. What's a situation where this did occur and it did happen to you? If you don't mind sharing. There's so much like shit going on in the world. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna make it like full circle right now. So Bodhi is a Buddhist thing. It's like stands for someone who has reached, quote unquote, taken the path to enlightenment and reached it, but wants to like help others in that sense, kind of a thing. And I'm like very big on the like Buddhist whatever. The first like pillar in Buddhism is life is dukkha. Life is crap. Like life is suffering. It's just pain. Like it's none of us chose to be here. None of us like really want to do this shit. There's no like promises in this shit. So like, essentially, we're all dealing with something. We're all going through something. So like, m my general thing is like, why ever make that harder for someone? Like I, and I, I know it's kind of like up to think like that like oh man you know like just be understanding to everybody but like nah i feel like you really should like you should give people that space and give people that kind of kindness and common just courtesy like i i very much so pride myself in that and like not like i i can like very um confidently say that like if you ask people about me, like I, 90% of the time is good things. And not even just cause I'm like this great person, but like 
I just want to be like I that's what I want to be. I want to be good. Like I want people to just make people's lives easier. Well, I got three things. Mm-hmm. Yes, you give off fucking great vibes all the time, bro. <laughs> Two, that's such a crazy. I don't know. I guess that's like such a dope interpretation of it, right? Like you said, life is dukkha and like suffering. That's like literally the literal translation is suffering. But for you to be able to take that away, and I don't know if you got the explanation from somewhere else, but for you to take that away is like shitty things happen all the time. Everybody's going through something, right? Most people would have been like, well, damn, that's just straight up. Like, life sucks. But being able to look at that further and say, like, yeah, everybody's going through something. It's about how people overcome that and what we want to share in the world. And that's what not many people think about all the time. And, again, like, I just wish people would take that, like you said, take that extra step, like, to just be like, okay. Because people do just be like, damn, yeah, life sucks. Everybody's everybody's sitting around, sitting, sitting together in harmony. Life sucks. Like, oh, yeah, we get it, but, like. So what you finna do about it? <laughs> Go make it a little bit easier. Third, your name's not Bodie. My my real name is not Bodie. Uh, my government name is not Bodie. <laughs> damn, whole time I thought it was actually Bodie, nah, bro. Uh, if you hang around me and my girl enough, she gonna call me by my government name. <laughs> but where'd the Bodie come from? I got kicked out of ISU. Could went home. My grandma passed away that summer, and it's just like bad vibes at the crib you know like you know when you're not in that place to where you can move out yet but like you're also just not trying to be at the crib so much so it's just like all right i don't really want to stay here neither you know and i'm not trying to up and get a job yet like in the city at least like i'll go work out in fucking bloomington I'll go cook. I was cooking pizzas, bro. I made. I worked at Blaze Pizza. Right, long story short, got kicked out. Went to community college. Learned that shit in world religions class. Like just because I was in a place where I didn't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Like I was like, man, dude. Like I have no real idea of where I want to go in life. Like I got kicked out of school. Don't really want to be in the crib. What I'm gonna do? Like and I'm I, literally the earliest class I ever had. Like at school, it was like 8:15 in the morning. This cool old white dude look like Will Ferrell, but he was like cool though, like, and he was like that was my world religious teacher and which I'm gonna call it when when we were going over all the religions, like it's just they're all saying the same shit. They're all just trying to give you a guideline to life and how to live your life. Who's to say what's true, whatever. Buddhism don't even give a fuck about none of that. They're not even saying none of it's true. They're just like, listen, this is how we feel about shit. Like you gonna accept it. It is what it is. And I was like, bro, that's that's really dope. Like, and then so I just kind of lean towards it bro i was going by dose before that like and you dose you, yeah dose like because all right my name's fernandos and so i'll just go by dose and it's just like like you type in dose anywhere you're gonna get everything but my music yeah there's so many other things so i was like all right bodie z is something that like you google it you can see me like you're gonna find me you're not gonna get confused like oh man there's three bodie z's like nah there's hella doses so i just had to i had to change that shit and bro like honestly going back to the limitations and stuff my so my dad used to be a comedian he used to be a stand-up comedian he was cool like bernie mac he's got pictures of like jamie fox chris rock Shaq. like he was doing deaf comedy gym shit like that but ended up not really like doing much with it you know like he took it to a certain place and then didn't go kind of I'm sure where he expected to. He didn't go where he was supposed to go. And I'm, who am I to say that? You know, but like, I'm again, like to where he expected to, you know, where his expectations were. So it's like, I 
I didn't want to go by that same name, like trying to not even not say like live that same path, but I just didn't want to attach to that. Like that was him. That's his thing. I'm good. Like I want my own. Like that's why I like I tell people I introduce on Bodhi. Like I'm my own artist and my own artistry kind of a thing. That fucking PMB Bodhi is just gonna stick hey, with PMB me every Bodhi, time, bro. bro. I swear. Hey, listen, man. It's the light skin thing, bro. People. I did a um he got this song called I Like Girls. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I did a remix <laughs> of that shit, bro. So I played it for someone. They're like, bro, I love this song. And I was like, bro, this is me. And they're like, oh shit, I thought this was the real one. I'm like, yeah, no, bro. Like, I'm gonna need to hear that shit. That was a big influence on my music, bro, in like 2019, bro. The the lover boy Bodie, I took that shit. I had that shit before Drake won. I don't care what nobody say. Put my shit out in like 2018, 2019, um, and I got it f- not from PNB, but I was like, this make this nigga make like light skin nigga music for the bitches, <laughs> like just lover boy music. Like, is that's what it was for? And then so I'm like, all right, I'm lover boy Bodie, like lover boy everything, bro. I like making music. Almost in characters, I, I I would say. Like the lover boy Bodie, I'm cowboy Bodie, I'm this Bodie, <laughs> you know, like it is fun, man. I want to take it back real quick, like a little far back, because we kind of, man, we got to the end of the outline by just talking, and that's dope, right? But there's been a lot of instances where you talk about kind of having to face yourself, look, look at, take a hard look at yourself, right? You were talking about, do I really want to get this job? Is does this mean I'm giving up if I do take this job or having to come back and be in that place where do I want to move out or should I stay here? Uh, and with that lyric by G easy, he says, ask myself questions that you have, but you don't ask. And everybody has those questions about themselves. It's like, but do we want to face that? Right. What was one of those questions for you? People always ask me, to pick a lane you know like what do i want to do and then i just like brush it off like it depends on the moment with me you know if you ask me when i'm in the studio i'll be like oh yeah you know i just want to keep engineering da, 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 da. you ask me when i'm playing music it'll be oh like i want to make music like this is what i want to do you ask me when i'm just in the room oh you know i want to i had to ask myself that question for real like what do i really want out of this like who it came down to like who do I really like look to as I want to be like them you know essentially and I I really want to own a studio like I want to like have just a creative space to like bring motherfuckers and get things done but like I it was a really tough question because it's like do I really as much as I love making music do I really like am I aiming to be fucking Michael Jackson no not really like I enjoy it. I do it because, like, I have fun with it. Like, do I really want to be Alex Toomey, an engineer, motherfuckers, my whole life? Like, no, but, like, I'm always going to help out. I'm always going to want to make money. Like, it, it all makes sense. Like, I had to sit down with myself and be like, all right, well, like, where can I do all of these things? Like, but in one. And so it's like that. But I wouldn't want it in Chicago, though. <laughs> like, I wouldn't. As, as much as I hate to say it, but, like, I wouldn't want it here. Why not? You know, I'm not going to say I won't want it, but it's just hard. Like, people don't come to record in Chicago. 
Like somebody told me actually recently, which kind of sucked because it's like, damn, you're telling me like two years into this shit. But they're like, if you really want to engineer, like as a career, you got to go to LA or like Nashville, maybe even like Miami or New York. But like, who comes to Chicago? Like, ooh, we finna go to Chicago and get lit and record. Like, no, bro, we going to Miami, you know, where it's the bitches and weather and all this. We going to Cali, they got the weed, they, you know, bitches, whatever. New York is New York City labels, whatever. What do we have in Chicago? We don't got nothing. The what? trenches? Yeah, exactly. The trenches. Like, niggas don't even want to come here to visit their family for real. You think they want to come here and visit, like, or come and record a song? Come record their album? Like, no. Like, that's why. I mean, we do have, like, major studios here, like, studios that people are loyal to and, like, will always come to. But, like, it, people don't come from out of town to come to record in chicago so why not try to change that you know that's why i kind of like backtracked a little bit i'm i i would love to try to change it and if that time were to come i wouldn't like stray away from that but i don't know man like it's 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 tough when you gotta like i hate to say it but like look out for yourself and like you gotta plant the right roots in like the right places kind of a thing so like I, I don't even, like, I've lived in Chicago my whole life. Like, oh, I, if I was to go somewhere else and, like, do that somewhere else and then, like, bring it back home, I feel like that would be fun, too. And, like, it's, I would almost, like, eh, I don't want to say set myself up for failure, but it's, like, what I really want to do wouldn't be the first, like, go around. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be, like, all right, I'm just going to start this grassroots studio and be that forever. It's, like, no, nah, I got to make those connections. I got to bring people back here, essentially. People not just going to come just because of me. So let's hit that real quick, right? You mentioned, you know, who who do I really want to be that you had to face yourself and ask that, like, who do I really want to be? Again, bro, it's all bigger than me. Like, I don't want it to ever just be me and, like, my business, my thing. Like, I want to be able to provide for, like, my friends. Like, I want so I want to have that, like, space. I want to have that connections. I want to have the production company to where I can be like, all right, boom, this is where you need to go to get your whatever's made. This is who you should hit up for the video. This is who you hit up for, you know, let's do this kind of press, whatever. Like, I'm, it's maybe not even that, like a label, like a studio label kind of a thing, bro. Like, but again, like, I just don't think that it would be something I'll start here. That's you putting a limitation on yourself, I know, bro. I you're, know, playing, I know. you're talking about self-limitation. You you're talking about me. limitations on yourself, they bro. They caught me, y'all. They caught me. <laughs> they take me in. But nah, it's um, it's also my vision, you know? Like, I, I'm 26, bro. Like, I, I feel old. <laughs> I know I'm not really, like, old, old, but I feel old. And, like, it's – I've been doing – I've been here my whole life. When I moved out to Bloomington as – limited of a place that is i grew a lot as a person because of how different it was and like the experiences the people so it's like if i was to move somewhere else not even to like a cali i don't want to go live in cali bro honestly it's so expensive people are weird as fuck like i'm good bro even like a nashville bro i'll go live in nashville fucking learn how to record country music get me you know find me a little fucking dolly Parton, give me a plaque or some shit and then like be smooth, come back to Chicago with some country niggas or like whatever, bro. But like it's, I feel like I need to take that step outside of of Illinois now. You know, I went to Bloomington, lived out there. That was when I learned the engineering or learned like production and stuff. Came back home, 
learned engineer. Now, boom, go go fucking somewhere else and learn some new shit. <laughs> what do you feel like's the biggest way you grew personally out in Bloomington? Just meeting my homie Snow, bro. We went to the same high school, bro. We went to Taft, like. Hey, shout out Taft. Yeah, shout out to Taft, but like, <laughs> wasn't no rappers at Taft. Wasn't nobody at Taft like inspiring me to engineer or like be creative that much, you know? Like, everybody was just kicking it, motherfuckers go play basketball, like that's it, or go get high, whatever. Like, so going to Bloomington, it was like these. I didn't know these people. Like, I could connect with these people through us both wanted to do music and whatever. So I met my homie Snow. That's the one who taught me how to use Ableton and all that other shit. And it was, he was like someone I really, I wasn't even like essentially super close with him, like to like where we like talked all the time or whatever, but I definitely looked up to him just like on the music thing. Like he literally did what he wanted to do mm-hmm. and he was going crazy. And then he, um, he ended up passing away. Like my junior year, I was like right before signing up for spring, like classes this is the dude that was gonna charge you for the beat right the one who was gonna charge me for the beat and then he was like all right well get ableton i'll teach you how to do that shit taught me how to do that shit like would literally like check up on me like yo send me something like send, just send me a beat you know he's not gonna use it or whatever but like just like how you doing like how's your beat sounding and shit like that so like he ended up passing away and then in my head bro i was just like i could literally sit out here for another semester and try to like fake this shit but like, bro, like, this nigga just died. Like, somebody who was really doing this shit. And I'm out here half-assing, doing music, doing school. Don't really know what the fuck. Like, if I was to die today, bro, I'd be blue if I told somebody that shit. You know, like, I, if I die today, I want to be like, yeah, I was an engineer. Yeah, I was doing this. I do was, I was doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Kind of a thing, bro. Like, it, that was, like, the real big trigger for me to be like, all right, I'm going to take this next six months. Fuck school. Just going to work out here, flip these pieces. Go back home, make that shit work out, but do this music shit full time, man. Mm-hmm. And that's like the biggest lesson I, I learned, bro, was just taking that fucking leap, G. Like doing everything 100%. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I was not doing. You gotta commit that shit. You gotta commit, bro. <laughs> but aside from the music, bro, how do you feel like you grew? Just as a person, too, bro. Like doing, having faith in yourself. Like, I fucking. I didn't know how the fuck I was gonna, what I was gonna do when I got back. Got a doorman job, <laughs> like just fresh out of like whatever, easy little eighteen dollars an hour to sit on my phone. Mm-hmm. And then my mom was cool. I got a fucking studio because she was like, "All right, you can still live at the crib. I don't want to like stress you out." Boom, I got four hundred dollars a month for a little studio now. Mm-hmm. Now I could fucking, I don't gotta be loud, whatever. Like just having that faith, like, all right, if I make, if I'm making the right decision, life gonna reward me for that shit. That's like the biggest thing and music and whatever. Mm-hmm. Relationships, like you go in all in for somebody, they gonna reward you back. So the last question, bro, that I have for you is you mentioned taking a break from music, taking a break from being an artist, but there was also a point where you took a break from being an engineer, right? Yeah. What prompted this? Just mentally, like it's a lot. Like, um you're dealing with people's art, you're dealing with artists you're dealing with a lot of different like personalities and stuff it it can i don't know it can get just get be be heavy sometimes to where it's like all right i don't have the capacity for it i was going through some personal stuff i was going through some money stuff to where it was like all right i'm just gonna engineer for like people that i want to like 
engineer for. Like, I had a very just tight group of people that I was doing it for, but I can't, like, deal with all the extra things that come along with it. And there was a point where I just didn't have another studio to go to. I was just kind of, like, up in the air. So this is got to learn to live with that, <laughs> like, make it work regardless. You know, I, I pride myself in being like, I'm always be good. I'm make it work. So I just, I needed that break. I, again, I trusted that life was going to, like, make it work to where I was, like, the money I was as an engineer and I was able to do fucking DoorDash. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I, I just needed that break, bro. It's it's, it's very, uh, it's, a, it's an investment. Mm-hmm. You know, in my time, my emotions, my fucking create, creativity, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. Just like you said, dealing with all those people is draining, bro. Especially when, uh, like, I, I know I get you. I get you on a different level because. Even doing interviews, you know, like, you, I'm sure you deal with a lot of different people to where, like, you sometimes might, how do I feel? Like, how am I feeling today? You know, I just did two interviews in four days, five days, but, like, mm-hmm. and I've got all these stories and emotions from other people, but, like, how am I personally feeling? It's the same thing, like. I'm dealing with other people, music, and talking to other people. Blah, 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 blah. Like, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. How do I feel? You know, kind of a thing. And I don't want to, you don't want to neglect yourself too much. So that's why I feel like I was doing. Sometimes you got to take that break. You got to take that step back. Because ain't nobody else going to do it. <laughs> ain't nobody be like, hey, bro, I feel like, nah, they're going to they gonna run you dry. They want their shit. And as soon as you don't have anything left to give, it's, all right, peace out. Yeah, back to that first thing, bro. Like, people don't, aren't understanding, like, like, it's I what what do I need? I need this now. Like why you can't give it to me? That's mm-hmm. all they see. But it's like you don't even know what I got going on, <laughs> kind of a thing. So man, I th- I appreciate you. I appreciate you sliding through and you know talking about these self limitations. Yeah, no, nah, it's been a, it's been a good sit down, bro. Like I, it's been on my on my head, bro. Like heavy on my mind. Yeah, you feel a little lighter now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, but shout out Tav. Shout out Bodie. Shout out Bobby. Shout out Nico. Bobby, Nico, Marquise, Pat, son, bro, everybody, Joe, everybody at the app, just everybody, man. Shout out to everybody in life. <laughs> if you're doing that shit, bro, keep doing that shit. All right, guys, that's going to be all for today. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, subscribe, check out Bodie. Be prepared for Bodie Van Gogh. And, hey, he's got a song with Nico coming out very soon, so keep an eye out. Yes, and yes. Man. Can't stop, won't stop. Sad boys for real. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.